Okay. In the Berchus Yankiv that happens in this week's parsha, where Yaakov goes through and gives each shevet, each brother, a bracha, Yaakov Avinu says, Shimon Valevi Achim, Shimon and Levi are brothers, they did what they did together. They were violent. In their counsel, like in their counsel, do not include me. And in their gathering, do not bring my honor, my name there also. That Yaakov Avinu said, Shimon and Levi, they acted with anger. And therefore, when it comes to certain mycin that Shevet Shimon and Shevet Levi did, do not grace, do not bring me there. I do not want to have any part of it. Says Rashi. Says Rashi. Besaydam al nafshi, zimri. What did Shevet Shimon do that Yaakov Avinu was so disgusted by that he disavows any part of? Zemai Zimri, that we know that the Nasi of Shevet Shimon took a Midyonis princess and it was a big Maisa Nevala, says Yaakov Avinu, I want no part of it. Continues Rashi. Kishneskap Tsushivte Shel Shimon. When Shevet Shimon gathered around they brought this Midyanis prince in front of Moshe in a very cynical way. And they said, this shiksa here, and they were waiting for Moshe Rabbeinu to say, oh, it's Asur. In Taimar Asura, if you, Moshe Rabbeinu, are going to say that the shiksa is Asur, you know we're going to throw back at you. <laughs> and your wife? Who is Mata her to you? Do not mention my name about that matter. Says Rashi, which aspect of Shimon and Shevet Shimon does Yaakov disavow and disdain and say, don't include me in it? It doesn't say what you expect it to say. I would think, like, what's the main crime of Shimon? They took him, he took a Majanish woman. That he took a, 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 a shiksa, a foreign lady. That Yaakov doesn't say anything, but Rashi focuses. And again, it's not Rashi's fault, because the word is beside them in their council. So, so Rashi's correct in learning the Pasuk that beside them, when they sought counsel cynically from Moshe Rabbeinu, they sought it cynically and they didn't do it right. But is that the main crime that Shimon did that Yaakov Avinu was going after? That's the kasha I'd like to answer. So in earlier in the parsha, earlier in the parsha we have a very famous Pusik. And Yaakov Avinu says to Yosef, with you, 
the Yidin will bench their children every Friday night. Lamar Yisimcha Kim That everyone's going to bench their kids that they should be like a Fry Muhammad. What does that mean, With you, the Yidin will bench. Targum Yedison says, Yosef. You, Yosef, people will bench their kids with Ephraim and Menashe. Which one is it? Is it Yosef? Or is it Ephraim and Menashe? So what does it mean, Yivarech? So with you, Yosef, Yidin will bench their kids and saying, Hashem will make you like Ephraim and Menashe. Where does Yosef fit in? Answer is, what, what is so special about Ephraim and Menashe that for history, Klal Yisrael blesses their kids to be like Ephraim and Menashe? <laughs> One of the answers, but famous answer is that Ephraim and Menashe are the only examples in history where there is guaranteed no Yeridus Hadiris. Which means every single Dars and Sinai there's the inexorable slide away from Har Sinai, and we become more and more removed from Mount Terra every generation, and therefore every generation is less impressive than the generation <coughs> before it. It's Yuridus Hadiris. We know that Yaakov Avinu told Menashe and Ephraim, Cheruvenu, Hashimen, Yu, that Yaakov and Menashe and Ephraim will not experience Yuridus Hadiris. What better bracha for a parent to give his kid every Friday night than no Yuridus Hadaris? Everyone knows it's the American dream that our kids live in bigger houses than us and our kids drive better cars than us. It's universal. People want their kids to have it better than them. And that's what everyone works for. So to us in Ruchnius, we bench our kids that you should have it better than us. There shouldn't be Yeridus Hadaris. You shouldn't be one step worse than us. You should be one step at least as good as us, if not better. And in effect, we're benching ourselves Friday night when we give our kids this bracha, but we're benching our kids as well. Don't suffer Yeridus Hadaris. And that's what is so special about Ephraim and Menashe. But why B'chay Yivarach What does that have to do with Yesi? For this, we have to go back a little earlier in the parsha. Yaakov Avinu tells Yosef, I do not want to be buried in Mitzrayim. Unasasani, Kratani, don't bury me in Mitzrayim. I don't want my remains to stay in Mitzrayim. What does Yosef tell Yankiv before he makes the Shvua? What does Yosef tell Yankiv? I am going to do what you said. And then Yosef swears. What's Anoichi Yasek Kidvarach? He swears afterwards. Says the Dazkenimi Balayatesis Octesis. Anoichi Yasek Kidvarach is Yasek making a declaration. If you don't want to be buried in Mitzrayim, I don't want to be buried in Mitzrayim. Anoichi Yasek, I am going to do Kidvarach like what you said. I'm, before I get back to you, before I swear to you that I will take care of you, before I even answer Yaakov, Yosef is making a declaration. He's making a declaration that what Yaakov Avinu does, I do. That what my father does, I do. And then, yes, I will take your bones out of Mitzrayim as well. 
But before he gets to his shvua, to his father, he makes a declaration, if my father does it, I do it. And this is how Yosef lived. Kol Yosef is not just a historical saying. It's a saying of essence. It's a declaration. It's an aspiration. Yosef aspires to be like Yaakov Avinu. And that's why when Yosef was about to do that very, he said to Mus, the Yukna Shal Yaakov and the Chalain, he said, Oh, I want to be like Yaakov. I am not going to do that. Yosef declared, I do like my father. Whatever my father did, whatever the earlier Darius did, whatever the Messiah is, so I do. And that's how I live. Says Yankov Avinu, you want kids? that won't suffer Yeridus Hadaris? You want kids that won't be a step removed? You know what you do? You do what your parents did. You declare, You make sure you're on par with your parents. Your kids won't have Yeridus Hadaris. Yosef, who declares, He's the one about whom we say, in you, Yosef, in the way you lived, in Yosef's way of living, with his father's minhagim and his father's way of doing things, that's how you varech Yisrael and not suffer Yeridus Hadaris. In Yosef's style of living, in that aspiration, in that declaration, will happen the brach of Yisimcha Lekimu Kefraim Menashe and not experience Yeridus Adairus. When Yaakov Avinu was giving Musar to Shimon and Levi, when Yaakov back in the parsha of Shechem and Dina, when he screamed at Shimon and Levi, he didn't admonish them for destroying Shechem. He didn't admonish them for the Maiser Ritzicha and the Maiser Nakama they did. He admonished them, you had a father, why didn't you ask? I was there. Look at Rashi. Rashi says this. I was there. Why didn't you ask before you acted? And that is what Yaakov Avinu is telling Shimon and Levi. We find many Shvatim doing many problems in Klai Yisrael's future. We don't find Yaakov giving them curses. We don't find Yaakov cursing Shevet bin Yaman for Pelegish Begiva. We don't find Yaakov finding fault in Pesel Micha. We don't find Yaakov finding fault for what Shevet done did. We don't find Yaakov punishing the Shvatim for what their Eneklach did. Why is Yaakov Avinu screaming at Shimon and Levi for what their Eneklach are going to do? Says Yaakov, you know what happened? You, Shimon, you, Levi, did not consult me. When Zimri sinned, what does Rashi bring? Rashi is not concerned with Desnus. Yaakov Avinu is not screaming at him about Desnus. That's not Shimon's fault. But that he didn't ask Moshe Rabbeinu properly. Yaakov Avinu is admonishing Besaydom, al Nafshi, in their counsel, don't bring me. Because Shimon, that's your fault. You, by Maise Shechem, you didn't ask me. You failed <laughs> to heed the lesson of I want to find out what my father, what people before me did. You failed to learn that lesson. You failed You went on your own. It's your fault. It's Shimon's trait 
that your anical didn't ask Moshe properly. It's Levi's fault that Kairach didn't treat authority properly. Specifically, Rashi is explaining specifically what Yaakov Avinu's time on them is, you did not ask people that are older than you. And that's Shimon and Levi's chait, which Yaakovinu is saying, in this week's parasha, by Yechi Yaakov, Yaakov lives on. How does Yaakov live on? In the Berchus Yosef, in, in Ephraim and Menashe not having Yeridus Adaris, in all of the Shvatim that sought counsel of those before them, not Shimon Valevi. That's why they're the only ones that receive Klala, because specifically in the not seeking advice of the father is where they went wrong. And that's why it says, don't dare mind me. You're not interested in my advice, and that's why that happened. Shabbos. Wasn't it about Gullus? Wasn't that the most far more famous thing? Prime Minister, Blair, and Dulles. That's another character.